they think somebody wants to watch this, but they post them various for forums mm-hmm. and they'll just sit there with their dick and they'll just, they'll get close and you can tell they're getting close because they'll kind of start wriggling and stuff. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I watched for science. I watched for science. Sure. Not, to, but I, uh, Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. What's up, Mike? I'm still here. That's uh, encouraging. I'm yes. curious if the amount of money we offer for feedback materially changes the amount of feedback received. So as a one-week test, we're offering $20. $20 for any feedback about the show we receive at ymmvpod at gmail.com. So hit us up. And rate and review the show if you'd like to put a holiday smile on my face. Um, <laughs> Maybe you should offer them crypt- cryptocurrency instead, like a, a Cardano or a Ethereum. Do you think our listeners are crypto enthusiasts? Probably. I, I think we, uh, we don't have the highest end uh, listener base in the world. Uh, sorry, I, I'm... I, don't mean to apologize. I don't mean to offend either our listener base or crypto enthusiasts, but it's just, yeah, it is what it is, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you mentioned in your email that you want to be paid in crypto, I think I can, uh, I think I can meet that need. Um, I have a question, and I think we might have discussed this like twenty episodes again ago, but. Um, there's a pandemic going on and lots of the time uh, we wear masks. We, we don't need to discuss when you should wear a mask or how or when it's appropriate, but uh, we've all had the experience of wearing a mask. Uh, if I wear a mask after I've had sex and before I've showered, I can smell uh, my girlfriend sort of yeah, on me. I mean, this is a well-known thing. I mean, I have, I have a little bit of facial hair. You know, some things can sort of linger. Uh, and this got me <laughs> to thinking, do you think you could recognize the smell of semen on someone else's breath? Um, <laughs> I have read about this in the sex subreddit and women uh, claim to have a very, uh, some women, I should say, claim to have a very uh, refined ability to detect the smell. This could be that they're just trolling each other, you know, like, yeah. uh, yeah, basically making the other, other women afraid that they're going to catch them uh, or quote unquote, catch them. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I am likely to be able to detect that odor, uh, in any reasonable way now. Yeah. I mean, when somebody goes down on me and then kisses me in some sort of short order after I can obviously tell, but I mean, I, I know it's there. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm especially sensitive to it and I'm not sure how long after that period of them <laughs> swallowing, uh, that I would still be able to detect it. Do you have a feel for that? What is your, what is your, re- I'm curious what your reaction is. Uh, let's say that the, the woman let's, let's create three different scenarios. Okay, I'm here uh, for it. A woman uh, immediately emerges from her mouth around your cock and wants to kiss you. Wait, and she woman, swallowed. I've orgasmed and, and she swallowed it. Correct. This, correct. Okay. The second scenario is, let's say, five minutes have elapsed, and the third mm-hmm. scenario is, let's say, you know, thirty minutes have elapsed. Like, mm-hmm. how? Do, how? What? What is the difference in situation in each of those cases? 
I mean, it's tricky because I know that, you know, I know what they've swallowed. I, I feel like I'm going to be able to, I'm going to be, you know, sensitive to noticing anything that's, that's out of order, out, out of the normal order in, in all of those time frames. So I don't, I'm certain, I'm certain after a minute, I would detect it after five minutes. Uh, I think I still would after 30. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, really wait, know. no, no. But I'm not asking whether you would detect it. I'm asking what is your reaction? Like, like oh, I see. immediately after, are you just totally like, yes, this is great. Or do you sort of try to no. avoid that kind of contact? No, I would. Yeah, I go would. on. I think I would try to avoid it so much that I would actually say something like after five minutes, I might be like a little bit embarrassed to say something like that. I, I don't want to offend them. Although the right. reason why I'm declining it is because I don't want to taste myself. It's nothing about them. Yeah, but it's, I mean, so this is a topic that comes up fairly frequently in various forms. And I mean, it it is reasonable for a woman to interpret that as belittling them or something, right? I mean, you're basically like, it's like, oh, you've done this thing that I myself am unwilling to do, or you've made yourself gross, something like that, right? I mean, there, yeah. there is some rationality to them finding that irritating. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that, I mean, I don't understand why men or why women ever want to go down on men in the first place, let alone swallow their load. Like that, that whole thing is weird to me. Uh, but I understand that many women enjoy doing that, uh, but is it rational for them to be? I don't know. Like, I'm pretty clear that like I think it's a little bit strange. I don't know if it's rational for them to be upset at me, at me being upset with them for trying to bring it back up into my mouth. Well, I don't know if they're trying to bring it. Oh, I get it. Okay, I thought I, I, you get you evoked for me an image of them regurgitating it from their no, no, stomach. No, no. no, they don't. Yeah. They just don't consider it. Like they've already swallowed it. They don't know that it's like on their breath or that it's something that I may be sensitive to. Like they've 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 forgotten right. that that has occurred. They've they've moved on. You see, this is actually a somewhat interesting question because uh, for me, I would bucket this say the first, say the the immediate afterward, and maybe even the five minutes afterward in my general malaise, uh, strong post nut clarity situation where like I just generally don't, I'm not that excited about any kind of. Closeness. You don't want to be. You don't want to be kissed. Period. Let alone exactly. With, and so like yeah. it doesn't it, at that point like it's kind of like. Right. So then I kind of bucket it that way. But for you, for somebody who perhaps would enjoy pillow talk or whatever afterward, like I do, I do enjoy must, the, uh, the post nut cuddling. Right. There must be, you must have to actually make some sort of a conscious decision to say, Oh, I want to, I want to avoid this particular thing because, uh, because it bothers me. It's I not think a polite, general thing. I think a polite woman knows that there's some sort of buffer period during which they shouldn't attempt a kiss. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, similar to, I would assume, I would assume men, polite men after performing, say, analingus would know <laughs> that she's probably not going but to even, want to. Fine. Fair enough. But even a polite woman might forget sometimes, right? Like, you know, she's generally, she may be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, maybe four minutes have gone by and, you know, I say something hilarious or really bonding and, you know, she want, wants to kiss me because of it. Uh, she, she might sure. just forget. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like how you uh, built built yourself up there. That you, you say something hilarious or particularly yeah, bonding. I'm, I'm just trying to create a realistic scenario here for our listeners. Sure, sure. Okay, are we ready to move on to this porn? Yeah, definitely. 
Yes. Okay. What do you have for us today? So we have a an XXX rated video hmm. linked in the show notes that people should click on and follow along with as we talk about it. Now, this is unusual. Usually we pick one that is uh, is some sort of activity off, you know, Pornhub or one of the equivalent sites. Um, this is actually a capture of a cam girl. Now, people may not know this, but if you go on the cam girl sites and, and probably cam girls would find this irritating that I'm basically publicizing this, although it's not that hard to find. Uh, if you go on cam girl sites and you grab the username of someone who's performing and just search it in Google, you can almost always find recordings, I think illicitly done by, uh, websites, automated systems somewhere on in the cloud that, uh, record and, and then save, uh, their performances. And so basically like if, if, if a woman is sort of teasing her audience on say chatterbait, uh, and, and you're in the audience and you say, Hey, I'm, I just want to, I don't, let's get straight to the main course here. I don't want to give you any money. I just want to see what's going on. You can actually just do this search thing and this will come up. So anyway, that that's how I came across this particular okay. clip. Uh, and um, this was a person that I actually watched live, which I don't do very often, very seldom for me. Uh, and I wanted to us to look at it because like, I thought that she had maybe the best patter of any Campbell girl I've ever oh, watched. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's extremely realistic, uh, comfortable. She's, she's by the way, hasn't done many broadcasts. But I just thought like cam girls generally could potentially learn from the techniques this she's technique. deploying in this okay. video. Exactly. Okay. Because it's not like like she's not overtly. In fact, she claims in the video, it's, it's 20 minutes long, so we can't watch much of it here. But she claims she's uh, not interested in money tips but of course then people start tipping like in you know and i'm sure there's some way someone could work that so they could get money but like typically yeah. i think one of the turnoffs with cam girl shows generally is that like they're just so focused around money and it's also very sterile and i say j just not natural feeling and, and this and this woman does a good job so anyway we have this clip and uh people should we're going to start at the 13 minute mark i can narrate some of it it's a little difficult to narrate because not she's a lot of just talking and sort of it's it's not like some sort of a aggressive uh, sex scene like what we usually have, but uh, but people yeah, yeah, should watch it to, and, and we can talk about it afterward. Yeah, discussing her movements is less interesting than than what what she's saying. Uh, how long do you exactly. think we should watch for? Maybe thirty seconds. Okay. All right, I am ready to go. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, I'm starting in three, two, one, now. Okay, so the camera is sort of between her legs. She's talking. She's completely naked. And she's kind of moving her legs around. Let's see what she's talking about. She's talking basically about her life. And she's rubbing her, she's masturbating to some extent, talking about snow bunnies. Uh, she's sort of laughing. I, I wondered if she was sort of on some drug or maybe drunk or something while doing this. Um, mm. And she's, you know, nice view of her chest and body actually not a view of her crotch so much and we're actually at 30 seconds okay do you want right, to watch more keith let's pause it here i think i get the idea okay huh she yeah. changes poses she takes a shower at one point uh like she brings her Laptop computer i guess in and, and takes a shower maybe? and like you can see her most of the time but it's just this very natural conversational thing where like she's talking with the people chatting but very calm and natural i don't know your impressions yeah so i have watched uh 
I don't know what my fair share of chatterbait watching would be. I don't find chatterbait really compelling for for masturbating to, but I do find it sort of interesting to watch and just see the zeitgeist of what's going on 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 these campsites. This woman is she might be a little bit stoned or a little bit drunk, but she doesn't feel I don't know. <laughs> A lot of these women feel like they're almost imprisoned in the situation. Like they're, they're, they're talking, but it's, they're just doing it because yeah, it just, it's very clear they're doing it for the money. This feels more casual. This feels like she sort of wants to be here, that she's actually talking to the visitors in her room instead of just trying to figure out (laughs) the quickest way to liberate them from their money. Yeah. So the scenario that she constructs, and I mean, I don't know if it's actually, well, I don't look, who knows? Who knows exactly what's going on is that she's at a hotel somewhere in Oregon mm-hmm. uh, and she's waiting for her boyfriend who for some reason isn't going to show up for like three hours. Okay. And so she's bored and yeah, like he has some, he's like has some job where he like gets off at 4am or something and she's waiting for him. She can't wait for him to show up. And when he shows up, the obvious is going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to copulate furiously and yeah. she's excited about that. And so she's like, well, you know, I have time now this could all be true, but this is the scenario. Like right, I have time right. now I'm, I'm just going to jump on and like, cause I'm bored and lonely. And it just really, in my opinion, really works. I'm sort of curious, uh, what your, like what, so you're, you, you, you look at these things for the zeitgeist. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you find compelling? Uh, and what, uh, what zeitgeist do you find when you're looking on the campsites? I just think, it's interesting because, okay, for starters, there's a whole array of people on these sites, right? So like if you go to Chatterbait, you know, in the top left corner, which is the most viewed stream that's currently live, it's always somebody who's quite attractive, but they seem almost like displaced from their body. Like they're, they're just doing a, they're like performing an act and they often... I think because physical attractiveness is more important than the rapport, the, the the women who end up in that in those top spots are just they're a little bit. I don't know how to I don't know how to put this. They're just they they feel like almost like a robot, uh, and it feels sort of sad actually. Yeah, it um, reminds me of the. I, I agree completely. It reminds me of uh, if you if the typical situation if you go into a like a strip club in a big city. Like they just don't like they they don't want to be there, yeah. And 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 the thing is, you can tell like they don't they're they're not able to hide that. It's just I mean, and that's a really hard thing to hide. Like if if you're in a, ba- a situation you don't want to be in, it's like oh now you have to act like it's great. Right. Like people could do it some, but it's just really quite difficult to do that. Yeah, I mean, this is why I find strip clubs entirely uncompelling. I feel awkward being there. I feel like they're. <laughs> they feel awkward too, but they're pretending to not feel awkward. And the, and, the, and there's such a obvious lack of, it's not just a lack of enthusiasm. It's like, uh, yeah, they actually detest their customers. They have like this resentment almost. And it's just yeah, hard. Which is understandable. I don't find, I, it is understandable. I ju- and I don't find the uh, excitement of seeing a naked woman uh, enough to overcome those other negative factors. And it's sort of like that on the top streams on these campsites. Like these, these girls are often gorgeous, but they're just so, I don't know. 
dispassionate or unenthusiastic or whatever whatever the case may be that it's just not at all interesting. The nice thing about this girl is this woman is that she yeah, <laughs> she doesn't feel that way at all. She feels like she's sort of enjoying herself. She's just doing this cuz she has some extra time and you know there's she's not doing it out of need. She's doing it because she wants to and that makes it significantly more compelling than the usual. Yeah, it's really surprising to me that because one of the important things you mentioned is that like these sites do rank things based on basically based on the number of viewers that are in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's really surprising to me because I've noticed the same thing that the top rooms are just totally appearance based. Uh, and right. that's pretty surprising. Like it's surprising to me that it isn't, and maybe this is like why only fans is it so attractive and maybe, maybe Maybe people who are more conversational like this have moved to OnlyFans, and that's why. But it's a yeah. It's like you, I would think that this kind of content would be much more appealing. Would generate more tips. Would uh, capture men who have that sort of like. I mean, the, the standard thing you hear from the cam girl industry is that their goal is really like to create like kind of be like a surrogate girlfriend on some level for guys, like to right. to give them this sort of experience that it has some emotional content. And so it's Mm -hmm. like, it's strange that like, then you go on there and it's just people uh, maybe speaking uh, an Eastern European language. Um, They're people from countries that are less wealthy in South America, for example, like just kind of robotically just, (laughs) just going through the motions. And it is kind of, it's sort of strange and sad. Uh, I mean, that being said, look, uh, I want to say that for me, I push through and I find some good (laughs) content because every man has his thing he needs to do his, uh, his, his role in life. And mine is to consume this content without ever paying for it. That's my raison d'etre. It is interesting how easy it is to find porn. I, I don't know who pays for porn. It's confusing. Uh, one thought I had is a lot of people might watch this stuff on mute or, you know, maybe they're in their bathroom and they don't want there to be any sound. And so like what the people are saying is even less important in that circumstance. I don't know, but I agree. It's a little bit strange. Like if you were to come up with a, a way to measure who the, you know, quote unquote best cam girls were, what you'd want is the most tips per viewer, Right. You don't want necessarily the most viewers. You want the most tips for viewer because that's some sort of metric of success. And I think they just show most viewers. Um, and if they, it's if, tricky though because they have like private shows they give. I know, I know and also I know. like I mean, total revenue is going to be much higher for somebody who has like five thousand people in there, even if they're tipping a little less each. That's why I wanted who just has like ten whales, right? But I think you want, yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe median. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, it's a really right. interesting industry. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is. And these guys tip, tipping uh, to to make a vibrator run when, like, if you know, we we spoke with a cam girl who told us that uh, she's getting no pleasure from that, which is what I expect. I mean, like, it's yeah, just not, not. It's just a fantasy. And so, like, having somebody who's sort of behaving naturally, even if they're, you know, there isn't a gigantic dildo jamming in and out or whatever, seems more compelling to me. But yeah, there you have it. Yeah, I can see a bunch of the screenshots below the video you shared, which is you know trying to get me to click through. I mean, I'm, I'm presume they choose these screenshots because they have high click through rates. Like a lot of them have. What is what is that pink dildo thing that vibrates if it, it's like connects with Bluetooth to your phone or, or whatever? Love it is. sense or lush, yeah, love or sense, lush vibrator. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. like half of them have that exact thing, and yeah, I just find that totally. It's so perform obviously performative. But it's just not. 
but it works guys are i mean yeah I like it's a good product idea i wish i'd thought of it i guess guys Take like this in your cooter pretending they have agency all right let's move on um here's a question from Revit. uh this person asks why do guys <laughs> why do guys sneakily sniff their fingers after fingering this always confused me i'm not worried Boy, the grammar in this post is so bad. So like, you know, sniff their fingers, T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. I know. She, I noticed wrote, that when and, I. And then yeah. she says, instead of saying, instead of saying cuz, she says C-U-Z. All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try to read that. All right. This always confused me. I'm not worried when I notice them try to sniff their fingers because I know that I don't smell bad. I always take showers before I have sex and I'm a clean person when it comes to my body because I hate being embarrassed. I've had a guy confidently sniff his fingers after fingering me and said it smelt like nothing. And I smelt his fingers and it didn't smell like anything, TBH, to be honest. I was weirded out. I was weirded out, but I went with the flow. It doesn't really bother me, but I but I just but I'm just curious why do men do that? By the way, when you say it smelt like nothing, I mean it has a faint smell, but definitely not a bad smell. I hope that makes sense. I mean, she already said that she smelt his fingers and it didn't smell like anything, to be honest. And then later she criticizes the, the comment that it doesn't smell like anything. I mean, she's right. It does smell like something, but I, any, all right, sorry. I can't get over the incoherence of this, this person's writing. Okay. Sure. <laughs> but the general thing here is uh, I don't feel like I need to sneak a sniff. Like I, I feel like, uh, you know, if I, if I insert my, my fingers into someone and then, uh, smell or lick my fingers that that can be a sign of enthusiasm for my partner I don't think you have to sneak it I don't know when you just said that it grossed me out a little bit I, <laughs> I know I didn't I know I, I never thought about you sticking your finger in there and then licking it afterward before but I don't I don't like that image I'm yeah kind of I'm sure you don't but a partner who actually cared if <laughs> I liked their secretions uh, they might it's really foreign though. It, think about it. Like it's, I mean, it's not just you. It's a, the notion of, as a man, the notion yeah. of someone putting their finger inside your body somewhere, removing it and then licking it. Mm-hmm. It's really foreign to me. <laughs> I've never thought about it when you, yeah, from that perspective, it's like, yeah, I mean, for a woman, like, it's like, oh, this is a thing that's possible for a man. It's like, it would always be bad. It's just like, well, there's no orifice you're going to access and then be happy about what happens when you, anyway. Uh, so it's yeah, it's hard to relate to, but okay, go on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fine, but yeah, this notion of like uh, sniffing somebody is is normal. I think I don't think this is weird. I think it's weird that this guy felt like he had to, <laughs> to do it behind her back, but she's such a moron that like who knows what like could offend her or not offend her. That's what I was I was gonna say. Maybe uh, maybe he was he was he was sniffing because he wanted to figure out uh, what what. If, if you could tell uh, a person's retarded by the way their vagina smells. Maybe. But in seriousness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe he was checking to see if he wanted to go down on her by evaluating for pH there levels. Actually, there, actually, there actually was another, and maybe it's in the comment thread of this post. I'm not mm-hmm. sh- I think it actually is. I think there's a comment here where a guy says that that's like a thing he does. He like sort of uh, puts, <laughs> he kind of finds a, an excuse to get a finger downstairs there and uh, and then double checks it. Uh, and so he's like, that was one of the uh, proffered potential explanations here. I mean, I think the obvious one is, first of all, he's probably not really being sneaky uh, so much as like, yeah, I mean, it's just a 
yeah, he might he might actually be the opposite of sneaky. He might be trying to be like sexy or something. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is this is hot or whatever. Right. Um, I would think a guy would do that more with the finger in particular, like after, like say two hours after the woman has left your apartment or something. And my rationale there would be that like there, there it would be simply like lack of access, right? It's like the guy's like trying to rekindle that memory in his head where he's like, oh yeah, remember this thing I did. Yeah. I feel, I feel the urge to read to you some of these comments. Uh, So this first guy Mm -hmm. says, I love the way it smells. And then she responded, it's really that simple. (laughs) And somebody responded to that. Yes, when I wear a mustache, the lingering smell on it post oral keeps the afterglow until I wash it. <laughs> Maybe too gross for That's some, wrong. but I love it, frankly. Uh, my husband likes to text me about how hard it is to focus on work when his beard and mustache smell like me. Not going to lie, it's fucking hot. Is it? Is that hot? Is that? Do you think that is something a woman would like to hear? I think, well, it's tricky. If a woman actually likes the person, I think knowing that they are thinking about you sexually when you're apart is probably a turn on. Yeah. But I think your general theory is that like most women don't care. I'm just, no, I think, it, I, I think there's a fine line between a turn on and annoying. It's like, mm. and also like, okay, no, I have a couple of things to say there. There's that, okay. there's a fine line there. And then the other thing is like, it's not, okay. So if, if, a, if, a, if, a, if, a, if the day after an encounter with a woman, you got a text. She said, man, I'm still sore or I'm thinking about you because I feel I can, it's like, you're still inside me. You'd like that. Right. Because you'd yes, be like, of course, because she, yeah, because she's, she's basically turning you into Keith, the gigantic penis. You're not yeah, a she's person. Like guys like getting interest like, and sexual prowess. Yeah. Well, but guys also like being sort of like identified with their penis. Like that doesn't, that that's cool with us. But women, I don't think necessarily want to be made sort of one with their genitals like that. Oh, I see. Like it's like she would rather you say something like, man, that conversation we had was really interesting. <laughs> Your I insight talk to you into uh, that movie we saw was was really clever and Yeah. Uh, yeah, because special. the knock on guys is that basically, yeah, I mean like no girl or sorry, not no girl. I mean it, 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 no woman, but not 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 that as many women I think would like getting a text that just like sort of uh, talks about them as a body, right? I think they would be more interested okay. in their so th- personality. So you would because, expect, yeah. you would expect, or, or you're developing a hypothesis that is something like the difference between whether women want to receive dick pics and whether men want to receive, you know, crotch shots or boot pics, right? Like, so men almost always want to receive that and women almost never want to receive dick pics. Right. And there's, there's some sort of like similar, or, or there's potentially an, an analogy here where, Telling a woman that you're still thinking about their sexuality might be less compelling than it would be to a man. Yeah, I mean, I think like, interesting. Yeah, and, and the corollary there is that, like, I think that women are. This is th- I don't have like, really have any evidence for this, but it it strikes me that it's possible that women might be more willing to view those things positively if they're less feel less secure about how they, about their body. So it's like if. If a woman is like frankly unattractive or overweight to a level where it's like hard for to sexualize her, and then a guy sends like something like that, well, then I think that might be more compelling. But if she's someone who, you know, a man might uh, look at on the street, you know, but just sort of be like, oh, she's 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 cute. Like he, I don't think they need that because they get so much positive feedback then about their appearance that I'm not sure they, I'm not sure that that or or they would rather get feedback on something else like their smile or their eyes 
than like on their genitals and their boobs, which is what normally women are getting feedback on. Yeah. It's an interesting point. I'm I'm curious. I, I, I made a note of it so that we can ask next time we have a woman on the show. But yeah, I'm not sure. I think I bet it mostly pivots on how much they like the person. And it, I would guess in like, yeah, like, well, that and like whether they're confident that the guy likes them sexually. If, if, if they're, if they have insecurities generally, or if it's a new partner or, or whatnot, they would probably like hearing about it more, but your general hypothesis sure. is an interesting one. Yeah, that's probably right. I mean, like generally, like there's going to be a lot, like if, if it's more exciting, if it's a more exciting situation in the relationship, then like it's more positive. Yes. Or right. like, you know, if you've, if you're, you've been dating a while, but you're on at a, you've taken a trip somewhere, you know, and they're together and it's kind of exciting in that romantic sexual way, then yeah, it's probably better. Anyway, do you want to read more of the comments? The mustache no. thing is really tough for me. Yeah. Let me see if I, told, I once else. tried to get my, uh, my wife plays on, uh, my wife plays on soccer teams and she uh, frequently women's soccer teams are uh, lesbian dominated. And I once tried to get them to name their team the Mustache Riders. <laughs> that, How did that go? How did that sales pitch go? Very poorly. My other idea was uh, come on Eileen. Right? <laughs> I thought it was funny and they didn't think it was it's funny so at great. all. I can imagine this not, yeah, the, the eye rolls and why did you bring your husband again? <laughs> well, um, I mean, in the, you know, the, of course their name is just boring, right? They come up with something really boring. It's like, at least, you know, I have a little character here, a mustache writer. <laughs> I think I found the comment you were talking about. This person says, when I was single and dating, whenever I'd be fooling around with a woman, as things got hot and heavy, stealthily sneaking a finger sniff with this, was a tool in my tool bag to make yes. sure it was okay to go down. Most of the time, it's safe to go down there. However, occasionally there might be a bouquet that was a little strong. I don't like surprises. And guys can be a little fragrant as well. If I had a long day and thought I needed to freshen up down there, or I took a big dump, I'd suggest showering when things were getting hot and heavy. I mean, that's yeah. sort of true, though. I mean, wouldn't like if you, I, I don't know whether you do this or not, but like if you go down there mm-hmm. and it's not all that it could be. Yeah. What do you I, do? I mean, are you stuck this, there for five yeah, minutes? Right, exactly. So we talked about this a little bit in the past where, uh, I mean, it just, I don't think it's ever happened where I've gotten down there and it's just been repulsive. Um, if that were huh. something that had ever happened to me, I think I would need to add this guy's tool to my tool bag because, yeah, <laughs> fool me once, you know, shame on you. Uh, fool me twice, shame on me, right? It's, <laughs> I've just never had that experience. So I don't feel like I need to, you know, set up send up a trial balloon to, to find out. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, let's say you don't send the trial balloon, you do get down there and it's repulsive. There is some sort of like mandatory sentence down there. And if you come up, if you come up before that, they're going to wonder if something's wrong or they may feel insecure. I wonder if they would wonder that. I mean, like, would you wonder that? You know what? I was just thinking about something. I think, oh, like if a girl went down on me for 30 seconds, and then came back up. Yeah. yeah. I don't I think don't that's know. how I would interpret that. Yeah. But go on. What I was the know. thing you I'm just not thought sure. of? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, it was good though. Some good content, Keith. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can't make me pick topics. I'm too old. I can't remember something from, from four seconds ago. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, I feel like a woman knows if there's something off down there. And so maybe the reason why I've never experienced something off is because 
women have preempted any kind of oral engagement by saying, you know, they didn't want me to, or not tonight or, you know, whatever. Huh? Yeah. So it needs to be a situation where the woman doesn't know that something's off or, or she's, you know, unaware or something in order for me to even have a chance for that to happen. Right. Like I yeah, wouldn't let a girl go down on me right. if I, if I hadn't showered, I would, I just wouldn't let a girl go down on me. So there's probably something might not somewhere. occur to you. I mean, you never know. It but might sure, not. It depends. It depends. But yeah, I think, I think the Venn diagram of like the woman not knowing something is off is, and me going down is, is pretty, is pretty low. Sure. Uh, okay. Next topic. Uh, this person says, continuing to suck after he comes. I was giving head a couple days go. ago, and the guy came in my mouth pretty quick. Quickly. It's yeah. Ad- adverb there. After I swallowed, I continued to suck the tip, and he felt he and he said he felt like he was gonna nut again. He didn't, but he said it felt amazing. Is this a universal thing for guys, or does it hurt if someone continues to suck after you come? I've uh, had that happen before. That sort of like it feels like it's going to happen again thing, and then it never does. See, that's the problem doesn't it doesn't happen it just sort of it's like sort of re-stimulates in a way that then just kind of is a bummer interesting i thought you added this topic for another reason which is for me it hurts like after i've come i have like this moment of sensitivity even like even like while i'm coming if they do like the wrong thing it can completely ruin the orgasm i think the word hurts is not right I think it's like, it's, it's for me, at least it's not that it hurts. It's that it's like, it's just annoying. It's somewhere between like painful and a tickle. Like it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know quite exactly. It's closer to a tickle from my perspective, but, but I've also had this thing happen where it's like it, it, uh, it, yeah, it's like you're, it's like there's still the hormones haven't finished uh, doing whatever they're doing or whatever the sort of, uh, thing, thing that triggers the orgasm experience and so it's like it it kind of comes back a little but it's not it doesn't work and so yeah i mean generally like this is a not a great strategy and by the way like this happened like it's really common i mean i don't know if you find this irritating Mm -hmm. you probably don't watch a lot of blow porn or i don't know what this is yet what's this yeah, come in mouth, C-I-M porn, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, and then you can search people. Really, the thing you want to search there is on Pornhub is throbbing. Throbbing, I think that's the keyword. Uh-huh. Uh, what is yeah, throbbing? You really get the, oh, it's just the, his cock, right? Then you get the actual, like, oh, I see. you know, where they don't, it's trying to avoid just seeing his splooge splattered everywhere. But anyway, in many cases, because they want to show the cum shot, they will basically sequence the porn so that, you know, she's giving a blow. Almost always the guy has to beat off because he's <laughs> very, you know, there's, there are a number of reasons I think that's likely. Uh, mm-hmm. He's in filming a porn. Uh, he's on Viagra, et cetera. Right. And then uh, he nuts, but then, and so they want to show that somewhere and then they sequence it. So then they're sucking afterward. I would say like more than half of blow come in mouth porn or come in right. face, whatever. I think you're right. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, I think there's something going on there in porn that is a little bit different from most sexual engagements, which is, yeah, the guy is not going to come from her oral stimulation. He's right. It's a, it's like a job instead of uh, something he's like super excited about. And so, yeah, he has to do the needful himself to get himself to orgasm. 
And then because the director wants to, you know, show the woman pretending to be enthusiastic about the cum, yeah, she'll start licking after. And yeah, I just, every time I see that, it's just not, (laughs) it's not compelling. Uh, For me, other things that are not compelling are, are blowing bubbles. Uh, yeah, having it drool out of her mouth, having it pool in her mouth, so it's right. like a little swimming pool. None of these are compelling. What, what were you going to say though? For sometimes you, sometimes they'll rub it on like it's lotion. But yeah, for me, it's I, I'm just it's way too intense. I'm 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 too sensitive immediately after an orgasm. Like I don't really want um extra simulation for a minute or so. It's probably something analogous to after a woman orgasms and her her clit is really sensitive. Well, that's what I was actually gonna. I was gonna, of course, bring up. The topic of well, maybe, maybe uh, there's some connection between women who have this experience themselves and then realize that the uh, man is going to have a similar experience and they're careful. Whereas women who uh, either have the purported orgasm without touching their clit uh, slash orgasm where they can just continue and it doesn't become hypersensitive, those women might have a harder time understanding the experience of a man. Um, if you want, I can cast more aspersions at the second group of women <laughs> if that wasn't enough. Yeah, no, look, I think if women are not having the classic orgasm experience, uh, I think it's probable that they may be confused about some of the sensations that men feel after their own orgasms. I don't, I think I'm dodging controversy there, I think, but yeah, Keith, Keith's saying you, you aren't having orgasms, ladies. Lady, Allie, Allie, our listener, our female listener. Hi, Allie. Um, Yeah, anyway. All right, let's move on. So uh, this person says, I like when he eats my ass, but I don't know how to tell him I want more. I'm a 22-year-old female. When my boyfriend and I had sex, he caught me off guard while he was going down on me. He also paid attention to my ass. I loved it so much when he was eating my ass out more than he eats my pussy, TBH. Is this the same person? Is it? I can't, I can't be the same person. <laughs> it's just some like spam check. person. <laughs> no, somebody I think hired it's... them. Uh, said, "Look, I just need you to post a bunch of raunchy shit on okay, no, sex it's, subreddit." It's a, it's a different person. There's just there's just okay. an epidemic of poor writing in young people these days. All right, I loved it so much when he was eating my ass out more than more than more. She means say more than when he eats my pussy. Tbh, to be honest, I don't know how to tell him that I want more without being blunt. I'm typically very shy, but it felt so good. Okay, first off, just get over yourself and tell him. Second, the thing that I find interesting about this is that she says she liked having her ass eaten more than she uh, liked having her pussy eaten. I know, I know you don't like the the, the verb eat. And I'm getting used to it. Yeah, I mean it's just so yeah. it's it's so common. Maybe yeah, you're getting a what is it immersion therapy? I you could we could switch to saying chowing chow box. Mm. That's worse. <laughs> That's worse somehow. Yeah. I think the expression is munch box, not chow. No, I've heard chow, but <laughs> munch is fine right. too. Really? They're both, yeah. they're both sort of uh, I- icky. Uh, okay. How could it be? Po- okay. Look, I know that like a lot of people report enjoying having their ass eaten. I'm, I'm skeptical in the male case. I'm extremely skeptical, skeptical in the female case. Uh, of what? That she's enjoying having her ass eaten. Like, what is she? Like I think what, it's po- what sexual yeah. stimulation is occurring. Well, it's taboo, and also like there are nerve endings there. But like the critical thing here is that like, uh, okay, um, 
I, I, I find it believable that she could find it equivalent or even better than having somebody sort of lick her labia. That's well, believable if, to me. I mean, in the same sense that like a guy would, I mean, let's presume he's of average for, skill though. Let's say he's, you know, let's say he's then not it's impossible. Terrible. Like if he's really bad at going down on her, then, then sure. Like both are yeah. not compelling sexually and you know, you could get some sort of equivalency there, but if he's like even remotely competent at going down on her, she is shy. So she's probably not coaching him. So he might not know what he's doing. Um, yeah. I mean, it's there. I just wanted to point out that there are three, there are three regions here. And for a man, the equivalent would be like, and you'd have to think about this, like, which is better having a woman lick your butthole or having a woman sort of flatten out and lick your scrotum. Hmm. That would be, I think, the analog- analogy for a man in terms of sensation to labia and butthole. Now, of course, there's another part for I both see. people that is the thing that's actually desired. And so then, yeah, I mean, un- unfortunately, like my analysis of this situation has to be that <laughs> this guy, that this guy and all of her other partners doesn't doesn't know what the right part to lick is, and she might not even know that. Like that's sort of my 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 general, and, and her grammar isn't doing anything to to dissuade me here. Right. Yeah. I mean, she even concedes that she's that she's shy. An idiot. Oh, okay. <laughs> she didn't concede that, but she made it uh, abundantly clear. That was <laughs> she play acted that part. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like it, it's so. I mean, in that sense, like you look. I mean, yeah. I, so I guess to answer the question, like if I had to pick between a, let's say it was a really hot woman, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Look, baby, I'm going to either lick your scrotum or your butthole." And then leave. <laughs> I would pick the butthole because right. it would because be more, it's more be like, like, right? It's more like violating of her, and it's right. like, oh yeah, you're. She did that, like a but right. scrotum. It's like it feels like she's licking like my scalp or something. Like it's just not right. or my knuckles on my finger. It's just nothing. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel when somebody uh, puts one of your testicles in their mouth? Uh, not. It's it use okay. I will say this. Uh, it's not my favorite thing, and mm-hmm. uh, it got became less my favorite thing after having a vasectomy. Interesting, <laughs> made it worse. Yeah, this sucks. I don't. So I have not had a vasectomy, but I don't like that there are various downsides. Well, are there any other downsides? It, like anything it, uh, else? It, I mean, I know, I know, th- I know. For like a couple weeks, you know, it's like painful. You can't jerk off. That sounds bad. But like. Um, are there any other like things during sex that are like less comfortable because of the vasectomy? Not really. I mean, it's no, the answer is no. It's and and the thing I would say is that, uh, it's, it's the, I mean, the doctors are honest about this. The healing time is more like six to nine months, not three weeks. And that's, that's sort of the thing. It's like, so it's, it's, uh, yes, like you can use it after a small, smaller period of time, but like, it's still, you can tell that like, it's not, perfectly back the way it was well it's internal but it's like sort of annoying and then yeah at some point it's back to normal but still this remains a thing that like i don't think will ever change back as it were like it's it's like some somehow like i don't know it altered the character of having that happen i didn't like it in the first place that much it was fine fair enough yeah uh so yeah it's something better than not your favorite well the reason why i mentioned it's something better than having your scrotum licked but it's still not nearly as good as having attention on my. I think chat. I would pick the scrotum licking because I don't like the fear of like intense pain that goes with the fooling around with the ball. I see. 
Do you ever fool around with your balls yourself while masturbating? I think I've tried, but I don't think I do much. Yeah, not particularly. Like it just isn't. uh, Yeah. And I realize there are men on the sex subreddit who claim and in real life, real men who claim that this, uh, this is a great thing for them and maybe they're telling the truth. Uh, Right. Whatever. Okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, This person, this is along the same line of uh, incompetent men. Boyfriend only wants to have penetrative sex and nothing else. My boyfriend and I have been together about two months. Since the beginning, he's been very insistent that he can make me come through penetration alone, and he won't use fingers or oral to get me there, as he doesn't consider them, quote unquote, real sex. He's fairly obsessed with the porn fantasy version of things and wants us both to orgasm at the same time through penetration every time. There's hardly any foreplay, extremely vanilla, and only one to three positions. Okay, there's a number of issues here, but we'll, we'll get to them all. I told him off the bat that it wasn't happening. Penetration feels like nothing to me. Ooh, brutal. Even if he still doesn't make me come, I'd enjoy a little variety and stimulation. But here we are months later, and he still insists he'll convince me that I don't need the other things. I think Last that's close thing- to normal, by the way, that penetration does nothing. But go on. Well, what do you mean? I think it's closer to normal than it does a lot. Like I think it's 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 it directionally like it's closer to normal. Okay, well, let, let me finish reading this and we'll revisit that. All right. Last night we fought about it after I implied I missed getting off properly. He told me I just need to give him time to fix my problem so I can come from real sex. Personally, I've never seen it as a problem. How can I get him to extend his view of what sex is so I can enjoy myself too? Well... Uh, madam, uh, uh, first off, penetration feels like there's a gap between penetration feels like nothing and penetration can reliably get me to orgasm every time. I think penetration feels, I think sex feels good for women. It's just most women can't orgasm from it. Yeah. I think it feels good. It's just like, like it's, it, it, um, it feels good in a way that's different than getting like a back massage. Sure. Yeah. It's pleasurable because yeah, I mean, it's that's, sexually that's reasonable. It's yes, that's right. Obviously. But uh, it's not like, it's not intense in the same way that, uh, that focusing on the, the, the top there is. What is. do you think an analogy for men is? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure they're, it, I'm not I mean, sure I guess, there is I guess, a great one. No, I mean, I guess if you took the shaft, let's say you took the shaft and you 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 took and you said I, you're not supposed to do anything with the upper half of it. So you just yeah. take the bottom half yeah. and you're allowed to sort of go up and down on that. It's okay. But like yeah. get, get, nutting from that would be would require some sort of uh, yeah, zen that, training. It, it may be possible, but it would be super unusual. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay. Well then, I mean, I'm, I'm sure all of our advice here is going to be the same. Like she, she needs to tell him that <laughs> most women don't come from penetrative sex alone. And there are various things he can do to, to help with that. I think it's kind of funny. I, I like his approach. Uh, he's uh, it's, he's, it's a very red pill approach. He's like, look, uh, honey, this is what I've got for you. I'm not, not one inch more of anything. Let me ask you this though, Keith, the, uh, the, the, his desire for simultaneity mm. for the simultaneous orgasms here. Like, is that something uh, that you experience a lot? The desire or the effect, the effect or the desire, <laughs> frankly, like, I mean, like, is that, do you try, do you try to like accomplish that? And because for a guy, like, I mean, look, 
uh, for you know if if that's a desired outcome, the guy is going to have to orchestrate it. I think because I think that in general, the man has more control. And yes. this is actually like a a thing that women may not totally understand. Like that, I guess women have control over it too. But women, I think, I think for a woman, and when I say it, I mean climaxing. Like for a woman, it's like, yeah, look, they can do things that make it not happen. Like they can start thinking about what they have to do tomorrow morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Their chores or something. But like, uh, so, so they can sort of go back down the mountain in that sense. Um, but for a guy, like there really is, it's like, like. I think that most guys can decide at some point that they're going to nut in the next like 60 seconds and kind of like there actually is a, a porn style where they do that, where it's like the woman starts counting down at some point and, and typically mm-hmm. the guy's able to do it. Um, so anyway, because the guy has more control, I think more fine grained control over exactly when it happens. Um, and it's interesting. Like you ask yourself, like, what are you doing to make it happen? I'm not to, I'd have to introspect about that. Yeah, I'm not Anyway, sure, he would I- have to orchestrate it. And so yeah. then I think I think typically what actually would then have to happen is the guy comes slightly after the woman. Although I have in my life experienced a woman who like purported or appeared to be tipped over the edge by me, although uh I've chosen to just I've 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 since concluded that that was fake. <laughs> uh, because of my my vast my brain has grown and I've uh consumed so much content on this, these subjects that I've, yeah, I've become wise. Your knowledge has ex- exceeded your ego. Um, yeah. Well, I call it, yeah, more like wisdom. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like a, yeah, the, the preponderance of the evidence is that a lot of these, uh, behaviors, uh, that are not clit oriented are not real, but go on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I think if you want to have a simultaneous or look, having a simultaneous orgasm is fun. It, it, it is rare. Uh, I think maybe partners who have been with each other for a long time, maybe they can get things down so that it's, it's easier. I definitely agree that the onus is on the man to time his orgasm more than it is on the woman to time hers. Uh, what else do I have to say about this? Oh yeah. I mean, doing it from like penetration is tricky. Uh, the ways I've had success in the past is while I'm penetrating her, I'm also using my hand on her clit or she's using her hand on her clit. That's probably the most reliable. And then you have to, and then, but, but I want to be clear about this. Like then you have to basically time you, you have this ability to sort of trigger yourself. Right. Right. So basically sort of, she starts coming and you're like, okay, now I'm going to, and then maybe with given a few seconds there, you can actually get it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. A stroke or two. Right. So it's probably more fun for the woman. Yeah. I mean, I like the, uh, it feels like I've accomplished something if we're coming at the same time. Yes. Although, I mean, the flip side is like, you know, the attention's not all on the person who's coming. It's probably a net negative on some level. <laughs> anyway, look, I, I, I want all the spotlight on me. By the way, uh, I, I've forgotten to mention this earlier, Keith, but we did, uh, uh, Ali actually sent me some texts about uh, my oft repeated idea about uh, amping up or amping down orgasm quality. Yeah. Because she, uh, we, when we, when, when you were out of town, uh, we uh, discussed this on the podcast and I encouraged her to try different uh, positions, techniques on herself. And it's, it's, by the way, it's a privilege, a privilege. One of the great privileges as a host of a sex podcast is getting to <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell women what to do sexually and have them do it. It's mm-hmm. good. I like that. So uh, did and, she report and, back and her findings? Care. 
She did. So she says to me, she's very scientific minded, so it's not yeah, going hot. Yep. I'd like her to write hotter things to me, but she doesn't want to. Uh, she says, I don't think positions, devices, media, in quotes, water, other liquids, vegetables, whatever, have much effect on the quality or intensity of orgasm. It's more a linear process once certain conditions of localized repetitive pressure are met. This is so hot. This like, is the <laughs> woman sent this to me that I was interested in. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm getting laid. Okay. Did she spell, how did she spell because? I guess she hasn't she said the word because. because yet. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, going on. Uh, how but if she did, I it am? wouldn't be C-U-Z. No. How aroused I am or what I'm thinking about can make the experience better or worse, but not physical elements, really. Then she says, as, a, as opposed to Keith's preference for a certain material of underwear or sleeping bag or whatever. <laughs> I'll dig there. It's possible. She says, it's possible for me to masturbate on all fours or on my stomach. So that means she did it. Which is great because I told her to or asked. asked. Well, I, of course, it's possible to masturbate. It's possible. It. Uh, presumably, it's possible to orgasm. Uh, she says, but it doesn't improve the result over being on my back and being on my back is easier. That's true. Maybe if she was live on the podcast <laughs> while doing it, it would improve it. Uh, she's, I said, you know, I, I was trying to basically encourage her to, uh, I said we'd discuss her predicament her predicament, her low orgasm intensity from masturbation predicament. Uh, I said, you know, like, why, why even bother then? And she said, well, I get urges too, but I think it makes partnered sex comparatively more interesting because there are more elements of surprise, potentially arousing circumstances foreplay. It's sort of a drag. It's like, she describes this in a way. It's like, it's like, um, it's like if there's a food that myself and all men love to eat frequently. And then you talk to somebody and they're like, yeah, that food's not so good. And you're like, oh, you're missing yeah. out. You know, it's rough. I can get pretty high orgasm intensity from masturbating. I mean, and you I do, and you, but, but, but to her point, do you find a different intensity level? Uh, like, are you able to reliably alter the circumstances of your, your session to increase and in, to, to modulate the, uh, the intensity? I don't know if reliable, but I can, I can, it's not reliable. Like I can't say before a masturbation session that the orgasm I'm going to have is going to be a seven out of 10, but huh. uh, I can do things. Boy, actually, that's an interesting question. I'm trying oh, to think if there's a, to think you can't, I am starting to think I can't like, is there a situation? Why, why would I ever not go for the maximum intensity? It, it, it might be. <laughs> Maybe because know. it takes longer. Maybe because like, I mean, there are these men and God bless them, but it's, grosses me out. There are these men on various subreddits who will edge themselves and their mm -hmm. videos you can find. I mean, sometimes they think somebody wants to watch this, but they post them various for forums mm -hmm. and they'll just sit there with their dick and they'll just, they'll get close and you can tell they're getting close because they'll kind of start wriggling and stuff. I, okay. I mean, I, I watched for science. I watched for science. Sure. Not, to, but I, uh, they'll start wriggling. They'll start behaving as if they're getting close to nothing and they'll stop. Right. Uh, this reminds me also of that woman we watched a few episodes back who had the uh, milking table for the guy. Like she does similar things to the guy. She'll sort of edge him. And then when he nuts, like a lot of semen comes out. So you could do that. It just, it just takes a while, right? Yeah. Or, or do you never edge yourself? I guess time matters. Like, let's say, I don't know. I woke up late and I had a schedule that day and I wanted to masturbate before I went and I was in a hurry. Uh, I might prefer having the orgasm to having a super intense one 
Sometimes that actually generates an intense one though, because you got to like the urgency. It does, but that just goes back to maybe I can't actually control my orgasm intensity. It, I mean, you probably could, but it would involve putting things up your butt. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, there are things I yeah. can do. There are things I can do that affect it negatively. Go so, on. Yeah. Maybe the analogy here is. <laughs> Wait, no, no, go on. What, what makes it, what affects it negatively? I mean, cause there are obvious things like, uh, using sandpaper or something, but I mean, it, it joke right. things, but like, but, like seriously, not, like what not it, using like, pornography. It lowers the intensity of the orgasm or does it just make Gosh, it harder to achieve? I don't know. Maybe it just makes it harder. Oof. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I have a topic about death grip, but we'll get that next episode. Yeah. I, I, I would say that I have found that it, I am, I mean, like I'm now like the lone man on the Island here. Mm-hmm. Um, I am able to modulate it in a fairly reliable way. The, the, the unpredictable thing uh, for me, maybe you'll, when I say this, you'll, you'll agree is that I need new, uh, new, very compelling pornographic content. And see, the problem with that is that <laughs> that's the male experience. That is not, yes, it's not easy to guarantee that. Like, um, I mean, this reminds me, this reminds me of that thing of like, um, be, uh, there, it's hard to guarantee it because like it, whatever I do to guarantee it immediately then becomes like, I know it's coming, right? It's like, a, so if I'm like, oh, if I, even if I paid someone to generate content for me, I would know I paid them and it would, so it's, it's this kind of crazy situation where I want to hunt. I don't want the food to be delivered being on a plate. And this reminds me of that time. And I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, Keith, where I suggested that for very wealthy men, a very clever sort of prostitution service or seeking arrangement style service would be that you have a person who hires these women for you unbeknownst to you. And then they hit on you in a bar and you don't know that they're hired. And that I think like, I think that if somebody set up that business like that, like, you know, I mean, you can talk about like these, these guys who have crazy tastes and appetites and what they go for. And these guys on the Lolita express and stuff, but man, like, I don't think you have to do that crazy stuff. I think if I think if a guy thinks that he seduced a really attractive woman and really yeah. believes it, and and you know honestly, like he could have set this up a year ago and he just doesn't know, right? Mm, that's that. I think that's going to peak it. I think that's a ten out of ten right there. Yeah, hard to not know, of course. Well, it, I mean, fine. Then they have to make it contextual. So it's, yeah, of course, if you're like a seventy-five year old man and it's like college student girl is like, ooh, <laughs> what have you got in those in, in your pants? <laughs> you know, but I mean like uh if it, yeah. if you could make it closer to contextual like that, right? Like right. where it's like believable, you know, that that would be part of the game. Yeah. I I think that's the 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 nut though. That that's hard to do. Well that's why you pay the the concierge, the, the big fee, bucks, right? Fee, right. But exactly. even if you, even just knowing that such a concierge concierge exists makes it uh makes it tricky. You think it would destroy all your sexual experiences because you would suspect then that every I'm woman sure. was that was that is the thought that went through my mind. Right. So, the, so you have to not know the concierge exists. So, actually, for the ladies listening, it's like uh, it's, this is what you should give your husband, unbeknownst to him. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> what he wants. It's, this is what he wants. It is. I know. I know. <laughs> this is what he wants. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he'll tell you he wants, you know, a new pair of pants. But, but actually what's this? <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. We've been recording an hour. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, you have anything sure. else you want to add first? No, I'm good. Okay. 
So thanks for listening to this 46th episode of Your Mileage May Vary. As a reminder, just for this week, we're offering $20 for any feedback about the show we we receive at ymmvpod at gmail.com. We'll catch you next week.